So, Sham, did you hear that Bella Thorne broke OnlyFans? Uh, unfortunately. I mean, OnlyFans claims that she didn't break it, but I think I think we all know the truth here, and I think everyone in our podcasty sphere thing knows about this Bella Thorne OnlyFans breaking thing. But for people who don't know, I'm going to give like a brief, vague-ish, because I don't want to like say it's specific when I could be lying. You know what I mean? So yeah. what had happened was Bella Thorne was supposed to be in a movie, I guess, where she's playing a sex worker. And Bella Thorne, like a bunch of other celebrities, created an OnlyFans account. And in that account, she claimed that fans would pay a certain amount of money, a pretty high sum of money, in my opinion, to get like a video or a picture or some content of her where she was fully nude. She said that it was fully nude. There are people who had tweeted at her to ask, well, is this fully nude? And she said, yes, totally naked. And so she made like over a million dollars more or less right away, right? When she did this OnlyFans thing. Like crazy. Record numbers. Like that was the first headline. (laughs) Yeah. Record numbers, right? But when people paid for that supposedly nude content of hers, she was not nude. She was in lingerie. She was, she was not. And shortly after that, we say as a result of that, but shortly after that, OnlyFans put some new policies in place which restricted the amount that you could charge for certain content and restricted tip numbers and things like that. So that has a huge, huge effect on the people who use OnlyFans to generate income. They also changed how often you can get your money. So like say if it used to be once a week, for example, it's now like once a month or like I think it was once every two weeks, something like that. It's now once a month. So that completely shifts what kind of financial situation you're set up in. Because if you're used to getting money at a certain period of time, all of a sudden that shit shifts. Like, what? Yeah. And you probably plan your life around it. Like, all right, you know, as long as I keep my content up and my subscribers are good, I'm going to be paid at least by next week or something. But now she done fuck the whole thing up. The shit's all fucked up. She claimed that she was in meetings with them. Only fans is like, oh, we would never change our policies based on one person. But <laughs> we sure. all know that a lot of people were begging for refunds after they realized Bella yes, Thorne scammed that was them. A big thing, yeah. That so, so many people had to refund, and they were like mad because they had to process some of them. And then, of course, I don't know. Some genius was like, well, how can we yeah. stop it from happening again? I don't know, but don't like screw over everybody who's been working with your system properly this whole time. Correct. So it, it definitely was a hard blow, I think, to a lot of people who use OnlyFans, like their primary source of income. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, well, I do not have an OnlyFans, but I have talked about it, like making one before. I, I didn't do it, but it was on my list of things to do. So it's it's kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, okay. So now we have these other restrictions to go up with. And I saw some sex workers on social media being like, great, so what platform are we moving to next? Because OnlyFans is full of shit. This is no shade to OnlyFans. This is, you know, just telling you the story that I have noticed on the internet. I cannot say for sure what did or did not happen. I can only speculate. And in my speculation, I have seen uh, these tweets and comments and Instagram posts and things. And I just... I just felt like we haven't talked about it and we should probably talk about it a little bit for our listeners yeah, because and... it kind of ties into what we're doing this week. Oh, yes. 
little something yeah. digital. <laughs> digital, right? And but then regarding also, the OnlyFans thing, it's, just, it's yeah. a sequence of events. You can just look and see like, well, this happened and then this happened. I mean, if you can't relate those two things, then fine. But, you know, we're just saying, we're calling it like we're seeing it. You know? Yeah, we're just calling it like we see it. And then there's also the fact that when people were complaining about Bella Thorne's, you know, lack of nudity, that some people were even screenshotting that content and sharing it on social media. Now, I have issues with sharing content you're supposed to pay for to everyone. Yeah. Right. That, that's a, that's a, that's a problem that that's a big violation of consent in a way, because it's kind of like, is it for me? It's the same thing as sharing someone else's nudes without their permission. Mm-hmm. If you're sharing someone's paywalled content without their consent, it's, it's grimy. It's gross. If they did not give you permission to share this content, especially if they're in some state of undress, even though it is Bella Thorne, it, it doesn't matter. You should not be sharing this stuff that was not posted with consent to be used in this way on the internet and sharing with our friends, which ties into another thing that happened. And you know, it's a good thing that we waited to record this until like right before we were going to put this episode out because this weekend, Chris Evans unintentionally shared Ooh, a picture of his boy. penis on mm. Instagram. And America's that... Dick. You know, America's dick, America's ass, America's dick. You know, he he was showing us. All, I mean, to be fair, it wasn't a picture of like it wasn't like a dick pic in its entirety that he accidentally uploaded. It was like a screenshot of his camera roll that he uploaded and included a dick pic and a meme that said "guard that pussy," which I was very confused about. But there are lots of jokes that go with that, including the fact that because America's dick is a heavyweight. <laughs> even the pussy needs to be guarded uh, you know what I'm not even gonna yeah. <laughs> but but the reason why I bring this up also is because it spread around the internet like wildfire I think I looked I someone posted about it without posting the picture and I checked how many tweets had been made about it and it was made about like 30,000 two minutes later it was at 50 something thousand tweets it, and this is just looking at Twitter I wasn't looking at Instagram or any of that other stuff so it, this went viral real fast and people had screenshotted it and they were sharing it and yeah. Yeah, I was just there minding yeah. my own business on Twitter. Like, looked away for a second, came back and just Chris Evans' dick everywhere. Not the actual dick. I mean, that was everywhere too, but discussions about it, like reactions to it and I was like, huh. So something clearly happened that involved Chris Evans' dick and then the more you read into it, like, oh, oh, that happened. Oh, that's that's unfortunate. Well, not fully yeah. unfortunate, but it, I mean, it's unfortunately leaked, but apparently it's not unfortunate what he's packing, according to oh, the no. news. <laughs> he, he's packing good. He's packing good. But it, it, it is it is unfortunate that people are sharing. I mean, because he posted it. He deleted it. I don't I don't want to say immediately, but he deleted it yeah. right after he post, post, shoot enough after he posted it. And um, what was he yeah, posting? what was the it was a screenshot of his camera roll. But like what, some of the pictures in his camera roll, so the, they're like modeling photos in there. I don't, I don't know the context. I didn't see the actual post oh, when it was okay, up. Yeah, I was I've only like, seen the screenshots. I can understand but, how that could happen, but I'm just like, why would, why would he be sharing that either? Like, oh, here's my yeah, people were yeah, or... weird, right? That's what I said. It's it's all weird. There were some of his modeling photos in there. That meme, that guard that pussy meme, and the 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 heavyweight America's dick. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, so I said, I have seen it because of course it crossed my timeline and I saw it. And I, if you follow me on Twitter at, you know, have you met Jen? I made jokes about wanting to see it and stuff. And then of course, afterwards I 
post and you know, he's like, no, I don't need to see it. He deleted it. I just think it's funny that someone with his star level, his profile, like just accidentally tweeted out a picture of their penis. Like this is this is hilarious to me yep. because you would think that he had evolved beyond that point, right? You would think that Chris Evans is like so fucking famous that he would never, ever, ever do something like that. Like who, is and then, to, who does he need to send his dick to? I mean, come on, it's Chris Evans. <laughs> I mean, but also, <laughs> also, and then Mark Ruffalo made a really funny tweet talking about how as long as, you know, you know who's in office that there's nothing that he could ever do that would be that embarrassing. <laughs> and there's a funny tweet I saw who co-tweeted Mark Ruffalo's tweet that was kind of like, now, Mark, I know you had that man's phone number. Like, I know you have his phone number. Why Why are you posting this on the internet? You could just call him or text him. And, of course, the jokes about the group chat being lit, you know, the Avengers group chat being the off the chain chat. at oh, point in time. So, I mean, these, these are all things, and these are all things that we just want to – I just want to share that because, again – it's relevant to our topic today because it's about consent and sharing that. And this week we talk about the digital get down. If you guys are old, like Sham and I are, then you know about the instincts on digital get down. It was on no strings attached. I'm not going to tell you where to find it, but you can, you can look it up. I'll probably put it in the show notes. I'm not going yes. to be too mean to y'all. But Instinct um, is a group that Justin Timberlake was in. Wait, yeah. Wait, oh, wow. I, I don't even know. They, they know who Justin Timberlake is. They know because he had that Janet Jackson thing where he ripped her titty off in public. Not her actual her titty. titty. <laughs> you know, you guys know what I'm talking about. Not her actual wait, titty. Wait, wait. I got something better for the Zoomers. InSync is like if BTS was white and Ooh. slightly taller. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. I'll give you that one. But yeah, so I'm, you know I'm, I'm what? I'm trying to appeal to the Zoomers. You know, you got you to gotta hit all the demographics. <laughs> Yeah, and of course, the old heads know who Justin Timberlake is, yeah. you know, they watch Mickey Mouse Club with us, the late millennials and like the parents of millennials, they know who Mickey Mouse Club and Justin Timberlake and Mickey Mouse Club is. He was also in there with Ryan Gosling. Fun fact. But you know what? I'm just gonna, this is just aging all of us. Um, today, we're talking about consent and digital get down. We have a lovely interview that's going to come up shortly. But before that, we want to shout out our sponsor, altplayground.net. Yes, our lovely friends over at Alt Playground. And today we're talking about their big wall feature. You're probably wondering, why did I say it like that? I don't know. I also made hand gestures. It was a thing. But the big wall is a naughty, sexy place to share some of your hottest photos and see those of other adventurous people. So Big Wall is not just for communities, not for individual pages, it's for the entire site. So if you are an exhibitionist, and or you just like to look at people's sexy photos, then the Big Wall is a place for you to see all the hottest photos on altplayground.net right there. Just, just out there. Just there. Wow, so I'm just imagining this in real life, if you... You're just like, oh, you want to go to the big wall? And it's like, you just go to a big wall and just see a bunch of people just naked on top of it or something. I think yeah, I'm kind of. Like the kind of a big wall. Yeah, it's kind of like that. So imagine it like being a billboard on your website, like a yeah. big, it, and it, the photos are huge. And trust me, it, people take great photos on the big wall. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I've seen some great photos on there because you know that we are on allplayground.net. So we get to see some of this sexy stuff and you guys wish that you could see it too, but don't worry. You can sign up today and join us at altplayground.net where you can also see who's active in your area with mm. the big wall. Reach out to fellow lifestylers and people that you might be interested in meeting. Yeah, well, what I, what I appreciate about this now. feature is that 
you know, sometimes you kind of have to read the bio or like have a little conversation before you can figure out what someone's into. But here, you just go to your, your area's lifestyle, big wall, and you can just, like, you can just put it all out there. Just see you everything. See it. It's all there. And you know what? We're done for that. So join us today at altplayground.net where you can put your hottest photo on the big wall. And on that note, I'm Jen. Nope. I'm Sham. And, and we're, we're monogamous. I don't know. I, I think there's a lag. interview of sorts well more of like a discussion in my opinion we bring back a guest that we've had before and a brand new guest to the podcast yep part part interview part discussion part just friendly chat yeah and it it went it was naughty real fast like it started off real dirty it got real dirty from the beginning yeah part preview to a foursome who knows just um yeah just within minutes it just goes yeah zero to 100 it goes zero to 100 real quick, real quick. But in case you guys want to know exactly who we have on before you hear the episode, it's fine. We have Shuri Calico-Roman. She is one of the co-founders of the Polycultural Diversity Alliance, the creators of Black Poly Pride. We had her and the other co-founder, Shanae, on episode 26, I believe, of season one. Oh, 126, if memory serves correctly. Yes. And uh, they also put on that online event that I always go to, Are Black People Allowed? Um, she's black, polyamorous, she's a community organizer, activist, investor, creative, professional doula slash birthing advocate. She, she's, de- she's everything. We're going to put like a detailed bio for her, of course, in our show notes as long, including, sorry, where you can find her. And just in case you're wondering, like, oh, my God, who could we bring who is as awesome with that sexy voice of Shanae? <laughs> I got another one for you. It's Pages Matam, or Sir Wolfgang, if you're kinky. And Pages is a multilingual international champion poet, writer, performer, event coordinator, and educator who's originally from Cameroon, which is in Central Africa. Oh, um, I know that. Yeah. He's a member, uh, a cast member of The Sweet Spot, which is an award-winning Black burlesque and sex positivity educational touring troupe. Um, he is an artist, which we talk quite a bit about. He's been featured in a bunch of publications like Essence, Cosmo, Button Poetry. Um, trust me. And we have all the stuff. We're going to put a lot of his bio, of course, in the show notes as well. And the reason why we brought these two people together to have a foursome with us is because we're talking about consent and we're talking about long distance relationships and digital relationships and how to make digital get down or cybering as old heads call it spicy and this episode is sponsored but not really sponsored by the polycultural diversity alliances consent summit which in real life is sponsored by the national coalition of sexual freedom because september is consent month did you guys know that i just i want you to know that september is consent month so this episode is well, perfect timing yeah you didn't know um so this event takes place on september 19th it is a free event links of course 
be in the show notes detailed. And the tagline is consent is bay. So you guys remember when everybody was bay? Yeah. Consent before all else, no matter how you connect. I'm much, I'm much shorter a throwback than the, uh, the whole AS. Well, you to do it. <laughs> much shorter back than the ASL thing. Yeah. Yeah. You guys will know about that. So we're going to play the interview for you guys right now. It's just going to play. And then you will get some of the jokes we've been making, the comments we've been making. So yeah, here you go. Listen to it. Listen to it. Now's the time. Today, Sham and I have two very important, very special guests. One you might remember from a previous episode. They have a very sexy voice. It is not me, obviously, because I'm on all the episodes. But well, you're still special. You're I special. I too am special. Thank you. The most special kind of guest, the host. That's right. So today we have Cherie, and you may remember her from episode 26 in season one, where we talked to her and Shanae. And then we also have Pages here with us. And Pages is well, like amazing. And he and I have something special happening for. Polydallas Millennium, which you've also talked to about. So you know what? I'm just going to let Pages introduce himself first, since you already know Cherie, and then I'm going to let her do it again anyway, just because. So Pages, take it away. Hey, how's everybody doing? Y'all are beautiful. Y'all are amazing. I can't see y'all, but I feel y'all and I know this. So my name is Pages Matan. Most people call me Pages. Some people call me Sir Wolfgang. And uh, I'm just very, very happy to be here within the space and to have an incredible conversation with you all. Yeah, and we're doing some incredible things. A uh, big shout out to uh, all my poly people out there, all my black and poly people, all my black poly pride people out there. Um, super big shout out to y'all. That's it. That's it. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to get into this. Let's do it. All right, Cherie, I guess it's on you. Hi, everyone. I am Cherie Calico-Roman, and I am one of the founders of the Polycultural Diversity Alliance, presenters of Black Poly Pride, and we are also managing partners for Poly Dallas Millennium this year. So I can't wait for that. And in this episode, we'll also be talking about the Polycultural Diversity Alliance first ever virtual consent summit that is going to be sponsored by the National Coalition of Sexual Freedom. So we got a lot going on. <laughs> There's a lot going on. I can't wait to get into yeah. it. Oh, yes. We're ready for that. Sham, are you ready for it? So ready. Understand. <laughs> yes. yes. You're going to yes. know, you're gonna to find out where you need to go and what's going to be where you're going. And of course, you know, it's the PCDA. Am I getting it right? Party? Yeah, yes. PCDA. <laughs> you know, they do good stuff. <laughs> so whatever they do, it's going to be good. Yeah, whatever they do is going to be amazing. I think last time we were here, Shanae and I were here to talk about our Black People Allowed, which is our mm. virtual event. And like, that's been super dope. It was incredibly successful the entire series. And we've had Jen as a host for our Black People Allowed. And we've had Pages hosting our Black People Allowed. So yeah, there's a, a connection there as well. They get good people. <laughs> Beep, 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 beep. I'm, shimmy, I'm shimmying right now. I'm doing a little oh, happy yeah. dance. Y'all can't see it, a lot of but there's a happy dancing happening. Blowing through the mic. That's right. The energy is flowing. It's, ha- it's all good vibes here. I'm into it. I, okay. I won't go there. We're too early in the episode for me to go there. Cause... Oh, well, now you already started, so we got to go there now. Let's go. Right. Now we got to go there. Now it has to go. Well, <laughs> don't so... get there eventually. <laughs> 
some poly friends and I were talking the other day about whether or not polyamory has like ruined threesomes for you. Because I was kind of like, oh, like I really miss, like even though I'm like totally anti-triad most of the time, some days, at least closed ones, I'm like, oh, but I really miss threesomes. And so we were talking about the vibes necessary for a threesome to like organically happen or a moresome to organically happen. And this is definitely the energy where a moresome would just like organically happen. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm taking off my clothes right now. So really, oh, it's yeah. already started. It's already began. <laughs> I support this message, yeah. I just had to throw that in there early in the episode, a little something special. It's good because we are going to be talking a bit about digital get down. That's that's what I call it. You know, us us old fogies will know it as cybering, you know, cyber oh sex. Oh my gosh, Rollback. cybering. That is, man. <laughs> Wait, okay. Uh, For the culture, we all have to do ASL or something. Like, <laughs> I For mean. For the culture. <laughs> Gosh, I'm trying to take it back. Have to you that. seen what millennials have turned ASL into? The no. millennials, no, we're millennials. Um, I guess Zoomers. Yeah, Zoomers, the the baby ones. Like this, I've, I haven't seen as much anymore. But for a minute on Twitter, they would say ASL, but they meant as hell. It's, it's just that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, you're missing I, think a, I think it's just you know talking very short. But I just remember everybody on my Twitter was just mad at this one young person. It's like, no, that's not right. <laughs> ASL means it's a location. You can't take this from us. And you know, yeah, I, I agree. This but is no, a part. It's wow. a thing. Sham, you should start. Tell tell us your ASL first. I already know. But you know, maybe pages and Shrio know. Oh wow. It's a location. Wow, you know, it's um damn oh that my shit. I'm also in that weird thing, you know, COVID times. Like <laughs> what what is time anymore? But yeah. You know, thirty one M male, Jamaica. Which, funny enough, ASL for Jamaican back in those days was, like, the best time to, like, get people to talk to you. Because everybody in the chat was like, what? Is a Jamaican here? What? Who? Of course, <laughs> a little bit ignorant people would be like, wait, you have computers over there? You have internet? And I was like, well, oh my clearly. God. Oh, <laughs> my God. Wow. I'm on the internet now talking to you, but yeah. Wow. No, I told a man that I used coconut fibers to create internet once, and he believed me. So, really. <laughs> Wow. With my solar-powered computer. Solar-powered computer and coconut fibers. Wow. The sad part is I know that's believable because I'm like, yeah, Jen would say that. But also wow. someone would be dumb enough to believe that. So it's Yes, just... they would. I'm very convincing. Wow. Coconut-powered Wi-Fi. I love it. This is incredible. I love this. You know, that's why I was a genius. So let's see. I am 30, you know, female. Of course, we're doing ASL the way that it was done back in the day. We're not, you know... We're just doing it that way, just for the culture, like we said. And I'm technically in Fort Lauderdale, I guess. That's that's where the bills come. So I guess that means I'm here too, right? You know, mm-hmm. during COVID, you can kind of be wherever you want to be, wherever your imagination takes you, Jen. <laughs> and I'm in the reading rainbow. That's where, I, that's where I'm at. <laughs> so I'm Cherie Calico, female, and I'm in Philadelphia. I see how you I'd do rather... that on the age bit, though. You're just kind of like, yeah, you know, I'm just well, so I'm trying to decide if I get a year back for COVID. Because I turned 30 in November. I'm 29. I'm turning 30 November 13th, y'all. Um, but do I, like, get my year back? Because this was supposed to be a year of debauchery, and I didn't get that. Okay? Listen, once my HEDL trip was canceled back in July, like, so, Yeah. I deserve my year back. Thank you. 
you should turn 30 twice. Mm, That's a vibe. I think you should do it twice. That's a vibe. Okay. And then, you know, when you, when you turn, and then you just turn 32, you don't turn 31. The next time people see you, you're just 32. (laughs) Gotcha. No questions asked. Just like, no, I'm 30 again. (laughs) I mean, yesterday, the other day I was like, wait, it's September? What the hell? Okay. So, (laughs) what is time? All right. Uh, My name is Paige Zlatam, 32, male, and currently in Washington, D.C., that's why I'm currently, but might be in LA very soon, permanently. Oh, look at you trying to be bi coastal. Is that a thing? Like, you know, on two? Yeah. Yeah. I was doing the, uh, I, I did it with Texas for a long time. It was DC, Texas for a long time doing the by, by some level of coastal situation. Uh, but now it'll be actually bi coastal instead of coast to middle of land mass but yeah so i will be occupying two different time zones so i'm looking forward to that seeing how that's gonna go well i am happy for you obviously this sounds like amazing news yeah so this definitely means you'll be testing your digital get down skills then oh man i feel like my digital get down skills are pretty awesome they're pretty on point been digital get down in for a long time very long time pre-COVID. So when COVID happened, it was like, all right, we're good. We got this, babe. Like, we can do this. No problem. You've been training for this your whole life. I've been training my whole life. My whole life. My whole life. And uh, I've mastered all the elements. I feel like I could be an avatar. I could be. Well, now we just need to know, like, how do we get to your level? What kind of training? What kind of things do we need to be doing? Like, you know, Ang had to do all this training stuff. Like, what do we need to do to get on your level? Tell me. Oh, man. If we're going to break this down according to elements, earth, earth, water, fire, and air. Got it. Perfect. I think you need intention. That's the first thing. Um, Just like you would need it with everything else. Um, Be intentional about what you're trying to do. Two, you have follow through. So if you set a time, you set a place, you set a date, you make a plan, you have to follow through with that shit. Three, you might have to think a little bit outside of the box. You might have to just think a little bit outside of the box so that it doesn't, one, become monotonous, and two, that it ensures that um, it keeps everyone on their toes a bit. Um, So sometimes it might be you might have to maybe make a restriction uh, or restrict yourself, right? You're like, hey, you engage, all I can do is watch. Or I have to read a book while you're doing whatever you're doing, right? Uh, something of the sorts. You can do a, you can't see, but you can hear me. You can, you can only hear me, but you can't see me. Or you see me and you can't hear me. Play around with this idea of uh, how the visual and the sound are tied to each other. And what happens when you're just looking with no sound versus when you're maybe just completely hearing with no visual aid at all. And what does that look like? You might have to create some, yeah, different scenarios. I mean, these Zoom backgrounds and Skype backgrounds come in pretty handy for some fancy virtual get down. So that can be very interesting if you are doing some role play and you're like, oh, we're on the beach or we're somewhere on an island or we're there or not. I mean, if you get a little beach background, but that's a thing. So yeah, intention, follow through. Think outside of the box, do some not just, hey, let's get on the screen and do this, which there's space for that, too. But if you're somebody likes me that gets bored easy, we're going to have to find something else to do. 
how how we doing this? How we doing this? This is exciting. I'm all about this now. Now, see guys. So if the Morsum wasn't happening before, it's definitely happening now. <laughs> I hope we get some fans that are like good at art because I want that whole parody of the Avatar with those other four elements. <laughs> I guess I was missing an element. I don't know what the last. Did you do four? Was that not I four? Think I just did three. Technically, uh, he did three. Intention, follow through. Uh, think outside Creativity, the box. yeah. Okay, and good internet. <laughs> there we go. That's the fourth one. Good internet. There you go, Shab. Good internet. I guess that was. Can't be have one. nothing buffer. You know what I'm saying? Wow, good internet. Yes, please. Good internet. I feel like that's the earth. Good internet is the earth. Fire is in the. Uh... Wow, what would be fire? What's the most intense one? I guess intention. <laughs> Let fire be the intention. Fire would be the intention. Wait, fire would be the intention. Air would be the follow through. Water would be the creativity, think outside the box. And earth would be the Wi-Fi. I think that's I'm going to get our resident artist on this to draw this up for us. And we're going to make sure everyone has a copy of this. Yes. I can't believe we just did this, but I love that we did. because We just did this. We just did it. And you too can also be an avatar. (laughs) <laughs> for ten ninety nine a month by supporting Monogamish and uh, on their Patreons and where other things are available. Thank you. Oh, look at that. See? Exactly. Love look at that. Look. <laughs> That's right. So, Cherie, do you, do you think that you are, do you have any tips as well that you like to share for Digital Get Down? Tell me about your experience. So, for Digital Get Down, since we're talking about this consent summit that the Polyculture Diversity Alliance is doing, one of the things that I have really started to utilize is Marco Polo for digital sex. And I know it's like, hmm, Marco Polo, but it also allows (laughs) that spontaneity where it's like, I'm going to Marco Polo you middle of the day and I'm fucking myself, right? You're going to get this thrusting dildo while you are in your Zoom meeting. (laughs) And I'm on Marco Polo. And the thing that I love about Marco Polo is I can go back and delete that video after I send it. Uh, Because that's one of the things about digital consent when we talk about it is the fact that once you send something, that agency kind of disappears. And I think that's also why a lot of people have started using like Snapchat, because you can send pictures and they delete, right? Um, But Marco Polo is a little different. You can send a lengthier video. You can go for as long as you want to (laughs) go, which is awesome as well. Or you can just leave them there, right, in that thread, and you can go back and watch them, right? That can be a thread that you and your partner have and just save them for, like, sexy times and sexy moments. And if the relationship ends, the thread can be deleted. So that's my pro tip. And also sending one another, like, sex toys, lube, different things to to use, Uh, sending your partner panties. Right. Something with your scent or your smell on it. Activating yes. those senses is super important right now. I, too, am taking notes. I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. notes. I, I wish I had a pair of I would rub the panties across the mic right now. You could hear the lace. Wow. Um, <laughs> oh, hold on. BRB, let me go get my panties. I'll be right back. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Also, I love the fact that she had to go get her panties, which means there are no panties going on right now. 
Right. No, there yeah. are no panties. They're they're I'm inside my house. There are never any panties when I'm inside my right. house. Let's be honest not. here. Well, exactly. And then but then you know it's so funny because people are always like, Oh, I'm team no panties. I never wear panties. And I'm like, I love lingerie, right? Like I love like I'm gonna wear these panties all day and stick them in your pocket before you go to work tomorrow. I'm gonna send them to you. You know, I love doing oh, stuff gosh. like that. So oh. <laughs> This Where's episode started off real steamy. <laughs> okay. So, question: the uh, the Marco Polo during the Zoom meeting and stuff like that, are these things you warn about, or you just just drop them with, with no warning? Well, I think in some of our relationships, we establish a term that we call blanket consent, right? Like we have those conversations prior to um, when we're discussing like. How frequently can I send you videos or, you know, send you pictures, things like that. And we have those things pre-established in our relationship. And of course, we revisit that conversation um, because that's really what it's about is like consistent and constant communication surrounding consent and also making sure that the right for you to revoke that consent at any time is always in place. Uh, for both parties is super important, which is why I like a platform like Marco Polo for something like that. So in my relationships, we typically have like, and then there's like a separate thread from our regular conversation, right? Like we have our, our Marco Polo thread where we talk, and then we have our Marco Polo thread where sexy things pop up. <laughs> so you know that if you're going in there during your Zoom meeting, what you're going to see. That's smart. Yeah, you don't want to be like in the grocery store trying to see what you were saying we need from the, the store and then all of a sudden you need to pop up. Yeah. Just no. Give everybody in the back line a show. Everybody having a good time. Yeah. It's a little spontaneous, but it's still consensual spontaneity because you see like, hey, this is the NSFW thread popping up in your notifications. It's so interesting too, right? Like saying that because I, I'm someone who lives, I, I, I am thoroughly in love with spontaneity. I, 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 I'm a very spontaneous person. Um, and my, my, my relationship with spontaneity has shifted a little bit as my relationship with consent and my understanding of consent grew. And not that it made it more difficult. If somebody is here saying, oh, I can't be spontaneous because consent, blah, 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 then you're just an asshole. And you just were always one. That has that ain't got none to fucking do with it. But it allows for that moment of one communication on uh, two and for uh, enthusiasm to live in that moment, because that's the part that I that I really like the enthusiasm, hearing somebody say yes, like and, and get that like resonance of you saying I want you and that person is like, I want you to like that. That mm. is such a turn on, you know what I'm saying? And so it allows for that enthusiastic consent that uh, through the response to live. And then, yeah, it, it allows also that moment, as you said, of being able to, yeah, if, if the consent can change at, 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 at that moment. And so, yeah, it allows for that to happen, too. Um, and so, yeah, spontaneity. Yes, you can be spontaneous. And but you still have to definitely, definitely engage in consent, even within spontaneity, um, as you should be engaging in consent in all things. Right. It's it's part of the reason even before COVID. When I thought about, okay, sex in the morning, which my partner loves and many partners have had loves. And it's like, yes, wake me up with it. And I always felt uncomfortable. 
about doing that a lot of times because yes, I can be spontaneous. I wake up before you, da da. Boom, you can be woken up to uh, some some tongue in your ass. Great, cool, but yeah, but, but you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and I just. I, you know, say, but you sleep, but, and also like, you could have said that the night before and you was all about it and anything could have happened between the night when you, whenever we went to sleep to when you wake up where your mood and your everything is just different and you're just like, actually, I'm not about this. And so I would really feel kind of mad, you know what I'm saying? You know, there's all, yeah, spontaneous. And then it's like, well, back up, back the fuck up, actually. You know, so I, I think I, I love the idea of like, let me give you a gentle nudge of waking up first and then we can oh, you know, yeah. can get some kisses, you know, all over. It's like, how you doing? Did you sleep well? You want to sleep some more? Right, if you want to sleep some more, you want me to put you to sleep or you want me to wake you up? What you need? What you need? And depending how these responses go, then you can just like take it from there. Woo, woo, woo. Anyways, I'm finished. Well, no, it's good, though. That's true. I had that in... Uh, my previous long-term relationship, we had that kind of arrangement, but I was a bit of a horn dog. I'll admit that freely <laughs> on this podcast. I was the horn dog. We're here. We're here. We're here. <laughs> Guy could not sleep ever. Like, I mean, we were we were working out three times a week. I was doing pole dancing. I was doing yoga. I was the fittest I'd ever been in my life, and all I wanted to do was fuck. So, <laughs> literally, we'd have sex in the morning. Well, yeah, have sex in the morning, go to the gym, you know, get home, like have sex again, <laughs> eat breakfast, shower, go to work. If one of us works later, we'll be in the middle of the day, we might have sex again, <laughs> get home, do dinner, then fuck again, and then sleep. And then depending on if we had to wake up for 5 a.m. for gym, we might do it again. It was just too much. It was a lot of sex. Yeah. It's not too much. It, is, it doesn't sound like too much. Never too much, never too much. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's also fun? Like, just like Pages is talking about that enthusiastic yes, it's also hella fun even getting to know your partner and the things they desire to say yes to. Mm. Um, so <laughs> during COVID, something that, like, also came out of this is, like, doing those different, like, couples activities that you kind of, like, scoffed at <laughs> when you were in person. Like, let's break out this quiz and, like, ask each other <laughs> these deep, intimate questions. <laughs> right? Right, but right, right. I absolutely love doing things like that now um especially like ones that are like kink leaning with some bdsm in there like even it's something that grew out of this was like my desire for like more cnc right okay. which is consensual non-consent right and thinking about the scenarios in which that would be okay for me and communicating those to my partner has been fun and thinking about those types of scenarios. So even like opening your mind and getting to know your partner and what they will say yes and what they desire to say no to is enlightening and it also bonds you and grows that intimacy. Definitely, definitely. Um, what what new kink or like new scenario, Sham, do you think you've explored throughout this COVID period? Tell me if anything new has popped up in your relationshipies. Uh, I've got a fetish for not going outside anymore, I guess. I don't know. Yes, there is that. I can't, yeah, I can't think of anything specific that has popped up uh, just yet. I mean, I've definitely viewed a lot more porn and, you know, digital media. So, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm exploring more, but, you know, nothing that I've tried physically just yet. But, you know, I've definitely, uh, like, the, the, the porn results definitely gone a little bit further in the search results and be like, all right, 
never watched this before, but you know, let's try it tonight. But what are we? What, what okay? What's the last new thing you tried? Now I yeah, have what, to what, know. What's right now? I want to know what you're searching, bro. What's what's being searched? <laughs> ah. I don't know. Like, there's some points that have to have like a random feature, and now so you just like I'll just pop up and be like, oh, so alright, let me be very specific. Yeah, just tell us. I don't know. I don't know what what correct term would be. It's like trans femme porn. If you understand. Wait, so is it women who have penises or yes. men who have vaginas? <laughs> women with penises with women with vaginas. Oh, I love those. Uh, oh, that's, yeah. That's, that's something I've never watched before. Fantastic. <laughs> just one day it came up and I was like, I think I'm into this. <laughs> like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, into penises, but when, you know, when it's a woman and then a woman and they're together, like I already like lesbian porn, but this is like advanced lesbian porn. Advanced lesbian porn. <laughs> That probably is the best way to describe it in the Jamaican context, so yes. I, <laughs> yes. 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 I have to apply it to my own life, I guess. I will oh, more yeah. be into the idea of like watching the wife with a trans woman, if that's a, a possibility, which wasn't something I ever thought of before. So, yeah, you know, if I had to relate it to my own life. But that's not something you can do in, in quarantine. Fortunately, now I'm just thinking about these things. So. All right, Paige, have you been getting freakier? <laughs> oh, well, right. That jumped quickly to moi. Yes. Uh, have I been getting freakier? Uh, I don't know about freakier. I, I was already, have I? Yeah, nothing has really changed that wasn't already happening, to be honest, other than, like, yeah, maybe the stuff with the backgrounds uh that did happen but that's more like just some technical aspects and just making the space looks nice in terms of like freakier things <sighs> okay no i have been doing this okay yes i have been doing i love being watched um sucking on a dildo i have found Ooh, that, naughty. that 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 i really enjoy this and i enjoy this while also sometimes playing with myself at the same time and doing the whole shebang. But that then requires like the camera in a fixed space. That's when I'm like, I set the intention of like, I'm definitely doing this. When some other times it might just be, you know what, why not? Sometimes it's just why not? But then there are the moments where it's like, no, 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 no. This is what I'm doing. Okay, this is what I'm doing. So yeah, I found that like, I thoroughly enjoy this. I thoroughly enjoy my, my partner watching me do this. Yes. I feel like we're on midnight confessions or something like it's like, midnight just bringing somewhere out, just bringing out everything <laughs> or a better version of like real sex i love that a lot uh i've also been uh i think as somebody who loves you know I, I love to play again around with the senses and textures especially so i've been doing a lot of this stuff both within my artistry and finding ways to apply here with shadow poetry or shadow work so doing stuff that incorporates shadows only so I've had a thing where my shadow is being projected onto the wall and I might have like a background where my shadow is, a background that my shadow could even interact with, depending on what it is. But usually, yeah, doing purely shadow sex for all intents and purposes. Only and I can- artists would think of that. Yeah, facts. I was about to say. Only an artist. Do you not see my face? I'm just like, this is so fucking fascinating. Like, how did this even pop into your head? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, shadow sex. And I really enjoy that too because it's like, you see them, but you don't see them. You know, you see me, but you don't see me. So there's a. 
It's a level of like fooling the senses while still engaging them in some capacity. And it's just beautiful because you, you're really having to uh, almost create a secondary story through the shaping of your silhouette and the things that you do with your silhouette. There's a secondary story that's being created other than the story that's happening of the, the main story, the main arc of the sexual experience, which is, you know, in whatever y'all talking about and, and how you're engaging in that. I feel like this may end up being our most educational episode completely by accident. We've <laughs> <laughs> like had episodes where we've like full on written out things to teach the listeners and so on. But here we, we're all learning so much. Yeah, we got to put that in the whatever promo we do for this episode. It's like, y'all going to learn some stuff today. Trust me. It's going to be real sexy. We, we all need a moment for um, the turn on to, to simmer. <laughs> Try yeah. some shadow sex. Man. The, the refractory period. Try it. See, see Thank you for that. Yeah, I've never I, thought about that. One thing that you mentioned, you said you tried it in your artistry. So I don't know if we discussed what mm-hmm. your artistry is. Oh, well, yes. I'm a screenwriter, poet, spoken word artist, and just, you know, all around just writer. But I first started it with poetry, doing shadow poetry, and doing particularly erotic shadow poetry, um, which was really, really, really fun. I know, and I do that, um, and I did that particularly with uh, with uh, the Sweet Spot. Shout out to the Sweet Spot. This um, I'm a part of a cast. It's an all black burlesque cast, and uh, yeah, yeah. So I did that with them with uh, with one of our virtual shows, and that was super fun. It was a lot of fun, and yeah. And then found some other way to incorporate it via shadow poetry, and then like, and just just one time, I was just laying on my bed, and I was as Jen would say very horny and yeah just started and just began to play with myself and i looked to my wall everything is dark except i have these like fancy colored lights and whatever happening and it looks like aurora borealis in my room and whatnot um and i have my projector i have a projector in my room which also oh my gosh if you don't have one get yourself a projector y'all that's another conversation but trust me get you a projector okay I'll get back to that in a little bit. Ask me about that later. Ask me about that later. But we'll do. <laughs> the projector is going, the lights, and I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm going, and it's going, and I'm, I mean, I'm high. It's beautiful. Everything, the vibes are everything. And then I just look over to the wall, and I see my shadow just doing this, and I'm just like, wow, everything looks so beautiful. Somebody <laughs> needs to see this. So in case somebody consents to seeing this, I need to record it, okay? And then, like, tell somebody, hey, I have this thing. Would you be into seeing it? And if they're like, yeah, I'm going to just whoop. <laughs> and then I need them to, like, hit me back with the what you think, uh, with the Yelp review on that. And so far, the like Yelp reviews, done. We can make that happen. You know what? <laughs> You know what's like hella funny though? We can make that happen right now. (laughs) You know what's hella funny though? Is at the same time while Paige is naming this, you can see his shadow explaining it too. So it's like a dual explanation. Like his shadow was totally getting in on us. I don't know if that was on purpose with the lighting over there. (laughs) So, okay. So I'll give my confession in conjunction with my question. So, I have become like obsessed with male ejaculation. 
during mm. this time. And the entire time that Pages is talking, I cannot help but wonder if you can see the ejaculation in the shadow. So, <laughs> like, can you see, like, if you were, like, from a distance and you were ejaculating? Once it happens, yes. I didn't record that one, though. That one, we were on a, we were on a video call. And it was a very bang. It was a big bang. It was a big bang. And the bang could be seen. The fallout after, not so much. But the bang could definitely be seen. Because we both went, oh, that was, did you see that? It was like, whoa, I saw that. Whoa, that was a, whoa. It's a moment. It's a moment. But the other times that I've engaged in this particular shadow sexy time, whether by myself or with someone else, nah, you can't really see it. You can't really see it. But if it was possible, I will find it. I think the only way that it's relatively possible is you will have to see in some way you will have the, the, the penis will have to be somewhere in view while also with the shadow. So kind of similar to what's happening right now, right? Where you can see my hand, but then you can also see my shadow. So if we could get a zoomed angle where most of what you see in the lens is the shadow and you can still see some of the arm or some of whatever, but you mostly see the shadow, that's a possibility. This is an artist's mind working right now where he's just like <laughs> setting a scene and he's like doing camera angles in his head and just making Oh, absolutely. Angles. I love that. That's another thing I would say. I mean, I feel like my nudes game has been getting really a lot better. But COVID, oh, I've been oh, it's been <laughs> I I will pat myself on the back, okay? I will do that. Paige said debauchery, but make it art. But make it art. <laughs> but make it art. <laughs> Put, we need that on the t-shirt. Debauchery, I, but make it art. <laughs> this amazing floor to almost to the ceiling uh, mirror. I have these gorgeous lights. My room is very nice. I like things that look nice. And I, why would, what? Look at this lighting. Look at this sun peering through the window right now. Look at this. I have these plants. I have, oh, why not? Just don't. Say, don't. You, you can't just be out male. here. You can't just be out here. Just be like, oh, well, here's my phone. Here's my dick. <laughs> like, That's exactly what. It was. You know what? We well, need to do a nudes course for that. For dudes, we need to do a nudes course. We're gonna have pages teach it. Please. Yeah, I was please. gonna say on behalf of the male, so, get, like all of us. Thanks for bringing up the average because everybody knows that the stereotype that like women's nudes are like artistic and beautiful, and then men's nudes just like. Here's my hand, here's my dick, and you here's my feet for some reason. So, some... I, so I have not trademarked this yet, but I totally came up with a concept called peen cream. Um, it's for ashy dicks, right? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Thank God. It's a, oh. it's like literally, it's, it's, a, it's a problem. It's a problem in these streets. I literally... There's nothing worse than seeing like ashy dick. And I think that Pages would be like the perfect like spokesperson for peen cream. Oh, um, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I am. I my Copyright only goals in life. My only goals in life are to stay alive and well moisturized. Those those are my primary goals. And 
Yes, moisturize your body. Use that shea butter. Use something. Use something, y'all. I really was like, there are a lot of ashy dicks in this world. There, there's a tremendous amount, and I just don't understand how you can look and see that your penis is not the color of what your skin usually is, and be like, this is fine. I, I can, we can still do this. And nothing, nothing is like maybe I should just put a little lotion on some, maybe. So coconut oil song. <laughs> Were you just fucking the Pillsbury Doughboy? Like I, I need to know. I'm confused. <laughs> I am, I'm confused. I just want you to know I'm dying with laughter over here. Uh, Jen seems to be revolting over her side. Oh, like, I I had so mad. Kid, I had to stay muted. But yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna let you know something. I got a nude. It wasn't a consensual nude, which is of course we're talking about consent as well. But mm-hmm. I got a nude, and um, it was unexpected. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily wanted, but I was like, yeah, you know, sometimes sometimes people take good nudes. You know, I'm, I'm still going to go into this with an open mind. Okay. And it was just an ashy penis over a toilet. And I was like, yeah. wow, I tortured yeah. myself for this. Uh, not only are you, oh, that's, oh, my God, you deserve a I'm refund. So sorry. I need a refund. I'm so sorry that happened. Right? I need a refund need a complete and utter right. response that first of all it's you didn't ask for the nude so they didn't ask for consent to send that to you and also it's not your kink like if toilet play is not that person's kink please don't take your nude over the toilet please don't no. take your nude over, over the toilet right like, if you're not if they're not into scat just don't no and then also sometimes the nude is like ugh. I I thoroughly this idea that like the nude should be that the dick is the primary component of the nude versus what is again the story that you're trying to tell or the experience that you want me to partake in with you. Sometimes your nude don't need your actual ash unfortunately ashy dick in it. Like there's other ways to create and to elevate the moment into, you know, saying this, this this sexual space that that you wanted to be at, um, and so play around with that as well. Play around with the tease, you know, saying play play around with the tease, play around with the, you know, make them wait, make them wait, teach them patience, something like elevate the space uh, in different ways than just. There you go. Like, (laughs) like, oh man, I just, I just, I just want more. The moment matters. And it's when we talk about the mental part of sex, right? And how important it is. I think that gets lost virtually, right? And like, we got to bring that back. Um, I had a really dope experience. So at one of the Our Black People Allowed, we did sex and intimacy and we auctioned off some sexy story times with me. <laughs> so I got to call some people who uh, bid on sexy story time with me and I called someone and read them some erotica, right? <laughs> and they were like, oh my God, this is so dope. Like, <laughs> I've never experienced this. And I started thinking like, how many people haven't experienced that? That that's like something that they've never done and have never even thought of doing, right? 
but it's a moment. It's a way to build that intimacy. It's a way to engage with one another that's different. And we got to get back to that, like, get back to being creative. Because just because you're not in the same room doesn't mean that you don't want to spark that same level of intensity because you can reach the same level of orgasm if that's what you're trying to do, the same level of pleasure if that's what you're trying to do at a distance if you put in the effort. Right. It doesn't mean just because you're not in the same room does not mean that you can't be felt. Because in the same way that you can be in the same room with a person and you ain't feeling not a, not a thing, you know what I'm saying? And so like, yeah, that that absolutely, I think being in this moment of this pandemic is, is really bringing a reckoning because it's forcing people to negotiate that. Like, what does intimacy look like? You know what I'm saying? And then, and then even for the folks who are together, even for folks who are partnered in the same room. Because now you got to see a motherfucker every day, like every day. Y'all not going nowhere. Before you had the ability, you know, I'm going to work for five to eight hours. Well, hopefully you don't work eight hours. Please don't work eight hours. I'm going to work for the X amount of hours. I'm going to grocery store. I'm going to go hang out with my friends. I'm a you get a moment to decide to get away from the space or not. Now it's like, no, 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 no. We here at all times. I'm in your face at all times. You in my face at all times. That causes you to notice some different things. You notice some different things, some different patterns. You're learning your partner again in a whole new way. And as and for any relationship to grow, it requires that you're constantly learning about each other because you should be a person that changes from moment to moment. The person I am now ain't the person I was yesterday. And that's both in the macro and the micro understanding of that. So you're now learning your partner in a new way. So even being together don't mean everything's going to be gravy. You know what I'm saying? And so because you you still have to rethink how to create intimacy and create that moment that Sheree is talking about when it's like, I can't take you to the restaurant, right? We used to have our thing. I'll take her to our favorite fancy restaurant or I take them to their fancy restaurant and boom, we're good, right? We do that. We do the restaurant thing, you know, might have the little sexy the the little bluetooth sexy toy you know what i'm saying while they ordering their food people are around okay now that's all gone there's that element of exhibitionism and voyeurism is now gone now what do you do that element of like all right i can make spontaneous plans all right when i get home you better already be dressed and now here's the time that you can't do that so now what does it look like to still create that same feeling without all the other the, the other bonuses that comes with that so now you got to rethink what does that look like when you're home? What, is, what does that look like when you're in, in, in each other's face all the time? You know what I'm saying? So the work happens either or. It's not even just in the concept of LDRs. You know what I'm saying? Like it's even in like being together with a person. Like you got to rethink this pandemic is making everybody really you got to get back to like stay on your toes, man. And, and what does that look like? That's some real talk. You're absolutely right. I mean, I'm not partnered or living with anyone, so Sham would be the expert to talk about with this part. But yeah. Yeah, uh, that's definitely true. With the uh, seeing, you know, the same person all the time, that definitely it's definitely a change. Or you can at least miss them for you know eight hours or more. Right. So now you're seeing them all the time, so you know you got to make the best of the time you've got. Like out of the time that you're gonna see them 24 hours a day, try to make some of those hours special and time you spent together and make it something different. I, well, you kind of went through it already, but. I'm just going to yeah. agree 
with what you said that, yeah, you kind of have to be creative and use this time to try and find new things about your partner, even though you're, you're going to end up finding new things about them anyway. But, you know, pay attention to those things and find a way to parlay it to something sexy or even just to do something nice for them. Cosign everything you said. I have a question to ask, though, and it, it's it's relevant to, of course, rebuilding intimacy and this time together, but also around consent. Because, you know, like I said, when you're with someone, even if you live with them, going from seeing them maybe 12 hours a day into seeing them 24-7, 365, there's obviously like a shift in boundaries there as well. So what mm-hmm. they might have consented to sexually or even intimately at a time when you were seeing each other less might not be the same as what they're open to now. Do you think that's a thing that some people are seeing? I would say, I would say so. Sheree, what, what you think? I would definitely say so, though, like, because it's... Absolutely. Yeah, I would say so. I, I think something that we are also experiencing now, unfortunately, a lot of relationships are breaking under the stress and weight um, of this pandemic, right? And so feelings and emotions are shifting the way that people feel about their partners that they exist in the same space with 24-7. <laughs> Hell, it feels like it's going to be 365, right? Um, it's shifting. And that's why I always advocate for constant and consistent check-ins when it comes to consent, right? So every time there needs to be a conversation every time you engage in sex there has to be a yes that happened right that happens during sex um and we're not necessarily talking about those instances where like say you've negotiated a scene right and and that negotiating was done beforehand but even then you know like pages was talking about getting that enthusiastic yes um from your partner is always important right like you know you you see your wife putting in a load of laundry and the kids are doing zoom school and you're like, Oh, I want to creep up behind and get this quick in. But have you checked in? Right. When's the last time you talked to your partner about how they're feeling, how they're feeling sexually, how they're feeling about their body. Some of us have put on weight. Some of us are, you know, dealing with body image issues. We haven't gotten sexy and gone out and put on that little black dress in a long time and vice versa. Right. No matter what your sex is, um, we're all dealing with those kinds of issues. And that's something that we're also going to be giving away at the Consent Summit. Um, we've put together some activities, a workbook for people who are in relationships with one another who are engaging in digital and virtual sexual relationships to take back, have a fun little date night, right, and talk about consent and the activities that they would like to engage in with one another um, and how they desire to have those conversations more frequently in their relationships. Oh, that's amazing. Giving people the tools and resources to get themselves together, so to speak. Absolutely. And we and we want to make it fun. We want to make it normal. Right. Because in sex ed, they don't necessarily teach you communication. They don't teach you how to communicate about sex. They teach you the outcome of sex, what happens. Right. They you know, if you're lucky, preventative measures. <laughs> right. But they don't teach you how to get to the sex part, the things that need to happen before intercourse. And that's something that we need to normalize as adults, because I would love for the generations, the next generations to talk about consent often, because this is something that I've been thinking about since planning this consent summit is that 
a lot of times when I was younger, the narrative was the boy had to try to convince the girl to have sex. And that girl identified person was taught to pretend that she didn't want it, that she didn't want those things to happen and to say no, even if she did. Right. So that's a that's a mismatch of information that in society is being taught. It's still being taught. That's still an indoctrination that's happening. And in our community, especially the non-monogamous community and the polyamorous community, we love to pretend that we live and exist outside of society and we don't. We have to continuously remember what we were once socialized and indoctrinated with. That information is still alive. And that's what we have to combat with making sure that we're having these conversations constantly and consistently. And we normalize these conversations um, so that when we're doing it, we can make sure that the next generations that are coming up have access to this information and that they can utilize it. We're perfecting it. Every time we have these conversations and talk about this, we're getting better and better and better. None but bars. It's all bars. And especially to, I, I would like to add, having the conversations after as well and how important the the after conversations are and just don't just let the act or the scene or whatever things happen. Let's have a conversation about what just happened. I think it allows for the parties involved to understand, to get a moment to understand what their bodies are going through or have just gone through, but then also understand what this moment in the shared experience, what did we understand of it and how I managed it. I really enjoy post-sexual experience conversations. I adore them. I ask very direct questions. And yeah, because it helps, again, that information, that knowledge and, and understanding that it, it helps. And, and I don't care all of it, the good, the bad, right? And we need to be able to not be afraid to hear this thing at that moment didn't feel as good or as pleasurable. We have to be okay with, it's not always going to be all great, but it's okay, but it's always okay to talk about that. And to have those conversations and to and to be able to rectify what needs to be rectified or adjust, you know, what, what, what needs to be adjusted. Yeah, I think we're talking about just normalizing communication and hell, because during are we asking, mm. are we having those check ins during mm. when we're switching from one position to another, you know, mm. one one hole to another. Right. Are you asking, hey, do you would you enjoy this? Is it OK if we switch to this? You know, are we having those conversations storing? And I don't think that everyone is, right? Um, and so normalizing, opening up that throat chakra, that was one of my biggest sayings at Black Poly Pride 2019 was open your throat chakra. Uh, because at Black Poly Pride, we have a play party, um, an all-Black play party. And it's very rare um, that Black people get to have that experience where there's a party that's a play, a play party, a kink-centered party, right? And that they get to come and be free, but we also, there's a level of responsibility that comes with that freedom, right? And so opening up our throat shocker, getting more in tune with um, using our voices, asking for what we desire, right? And saying no to the things that we don't. Because our no and our, our yeses, they're important. A yes is a yes and a no is a no. There's no maybe sort of kind of when it comes to consent. 
hundred percent. That's it. There, there is no maybe. There is no kinda. There is no sorta. It, it is or it isn't. And it's something that we we've discussed on the podcast before. Consent can be sexy. Like, don't make it sound like you know we're not. It's not a clinical thing. I think uh, pages had demonstrated a little bit earlier today where you can you can ask for that. You can ask for the consent in a sexy way. Still make it sexy. Make it a part of the experience where you're not just oh, do you want this next? You can kinda sexy it up like you know hey would you like it if i put on a sexy voice and so on so mm. we're talking about consent and i think it's like i believe digital consent is a specific subset of something you're going to cover what comes up under that banner what's specific for digital consent as opposed to you know regular consent that we deal with every day aside from just sharing nudes yeah <laughs> um, that's part of it <laughs> so the major part of digital consent that one it's not talked about often. I I think it's a very new concept. And when I started really thinking about it, I was like, wow, I've been sharing myself sexually on the internet since I was like 13. And, you know, in chat rooms, not necessarily pictures, but, you know, conversation and then eventually escalating to pictures and videos. And I don't think I had really ever had a conversation about digital consent and what was happening with those things uh, until maybe the last like two years so and, and those were happened by by happenstance so I think one discussing what qualifies as like digital sexual activity you know Jen brought up the fact that she received an unsolicited dick pic and those are things that people like laugh and kiki and joke about but you know there are some people who may have trauma associated with genitalia or, or receiving unsolicited news and even if they don't just like doing that it's not cool right <laughs> um, but it happens frequently and it's kind of just like brushed off so discussing that discussion discussing what are your digital boundaries you know a, a lot of polyamorous people are sharing electronic devices you know maybe you live with a nesting partner and you have long distance partners and you're engaging in sexual activity on the family computer where one partner your long distance partner is sending you videos and photos right are you discussing that you know do you have your own private profile that's password protected or does your nesting partner have access to me and my nudes and my videos and my photos because You'd be surprised at the answer, the answer to that question. You know, I, I ask people that question all the time. Like, I've had to ask people that, like, that I'm in relationships with, like, hey, so do you have a password on your, like, computer? And most of the time the answer has been no. <laughs> Wait, what? People oh, don't have no. passwords on their shit? I have no. passwords on my phone, my computer, everything. What do you even mean? Right. Wow. People who live with nesting partners. Like, and <laughs> that's a thing. Like, but if you don't ask the question, you would never know. If you never have the conversation, you would never know. And so that's why that's important, right? Like starting these conversations um, because we're sharing a lot of ourselves. And once I share a photo with you, I, I can't get it back. Right. And I don't know. I'll never know what you did with it. And I am in a lot of polyamorous groups, sex positive groups. And every time there's a thread where it's like a sexy thread and it's time to like share sexual photos, nine times out of 10, 
the male identified people on that thread share photos of women engaging with them. Women <laughs> women giving them oral sex, uh, them having sex with a woman. And <laughs> my question to that is always, do they know that you're sharing this? And I'm sure that they didn't ask most of the time. They didn't ask. Most don't because they think that them being in a video is enough consent. Is is a is a blanket consent for everyone when it's like no. That's that's not how that works. But you need to let somebody know, hey, is it okay if I I'm a part of this seminar in this group chat, you know, we're sharing sexy videos. I wanna show the video of us on August, blah 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 blah. Can I send that video? Of course. Or nah. Please, I don't want any videos. With it. And, and it's and that's it. And it's like it's so easy and it's so simple. The 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 many the small ways that always amount to big, really messed up ways that we don't consider each other, mm-hmm. and that we that we are not considerate of each other's our bodies, our our, our thoughts, our 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 personhood, all of that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And you know what? It's also a part of that. We have to grow up and stop being afraid of hearing the word no. No. Yes. But no. No is a good word. (laughs) We (laughs) must stop demonizing the word no. The fragility. And you, I have been falling down rabbit holes. And there is, you know, we talk about like incel, but there's like, a, a black man version of incel and on youtube it's called like a uh, man's land or something and they basically talk about like women and just like incel which is like this group that feels like women like owe them sex and owe them their yeah. bodies quote, quote unquote involuntarily it's, celibate right yeah and and it's it's scary it is what scary involuntary what yes that's what incel stands for that's what incel stands for involuntarily (laughs) celibate yeah it's scary okay that's why these conversations and and normalizing consent getting the word no out there (laughs) and making it okay for everyone to use it and say it practicing what saying no getting getting it out in our relationships what we desire to say yes and what we desire to say no to is so major it is so important that's why I'm so happy we're having this summit and we're going to have fun you know we're talking about digital consent we're also talking about emotional consent at the summit we wanted to do different things because a lot of times at the consent summit it's all about touching someone's body which is important Right. And we've, of course, been banging that drum, but we want to expand upon the conversation of consent mm-hmm. and and give these other narratives and ways in which we need to be utilizing consent in our relationship. So I'm excited about it. And this is so good, too, because I think it will, it will it, this event, like being a part of this event and, and coming and hearing all of the things that will be talked about uh, is really going to feed also into the larger conversations around the politics of desirability and what makes you feel desired, you know, as and how that's in conversation with the things that you desire. Right. How how what makes you feel desire interact with the things that you that you desire. And, and it's important to 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 
have that because it will help inform a lot of why people feel the way that they do when they hear no. But and you know what's interesting is a lot of people um, brush off the fact that desirability is political, right? Yeah. When you know we we don't talk enough about those conversations, right? Even when, you know, the the world just went wild over WAP, right? So we live in a post-WAP world and (laughs) we love that shit. I love that shit. I made a playlist of, okay, whole shit (laughs) with that song and I shake my ass to it every single day, okay? Along with like Sukiyana, like put it in my throat, all of that. But... We cannot pretend as if there is not a certain demographic or market of people who cannot profit off of their desirability, right, in the same way, right, and that that is not speaking to, like, they're capitalizing off of that, right? Absolutely. And and so we're not talking about the ways in which when our deeper melanated sisters, when they want to, you know, come out in that way, how they are shunned for that, mm. <laughs> that for that same thing, mm. right, that they don't get the same bag, they don't get the same, they won't get sponsorships, they won't be talk, they won't talk to Joe Biden, mm. After coming out with a song like "Wow," <laughs> that's real. Uh, I just, but you mentioned a the song there, and I just had to Google it like same time, and I now have uh, put it in your throat in my my search history. But that's how. It is. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, I need y'all to look up this song right now. It's called "All in Your Throat." Yeah, y'all need to hear this. Put all, all in your throat. In your throat. All right. Go to Apple Music. All right. <laughs> As we look this up, we'll take a moment to talk to our sponsors, the Polycultural <laughs> Diversity Alliance. And their, damn, their consent summit on September 19th. September something. I think it's 19th. My, my favorite line from that song is, put your dick all between my toes. Whoa. That's yes. just, you know yes. what? Uh, I, I've yes. never yes. thought about that. Going everywhere. Damn. Yes, good jobs. Please, more, more, please. I will pay for your feet and your your nails. I will pay for everything. All you gotta do is show up. What's your favorite color on toenails? Just so we know, just so the listeners know how to show Uh, up. Wow. Honestly, I'm a bit. uh, My favorite color on toenails is white. I love the the white, either all white or French tip. You mean fresh to fresh to toes? White toes, gang. White toes are necessary. Yeah, you know I'm saying. I just I enjoy that. I enjoy that a lot. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's beautiful. That's fantastic. It's gonna be a very specific question, but do you have an issue with red toenails? Uh, no, nah, I don't got no issues with any it's type. Just, to, to, it's just it's just white. Just does white on the French just does something for me. I want to ask because I got a friend who is like super into feet as well, but for some reason, red toenails is like just like anti that color. Oh and wow! I was wondering like, is this is this a thing with people who love feet? But I guess not. So yeah, nah. yeah, I'm just anti not well kept feet. That that's it. That's what I'm anti about. 
You know what I'm saying? It's a pandemic, Cages. Not everyone can go to the nail salon. Look, I understand something. Understand something. Understand something. Okay? I didn't go to the nail salon for a very, 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 very long time. Okay? But my things were still well kept. Right? They were still right. They were still right. You know what I'm saying? Top notch. I miss, I miss, I miss my nail person. Ooh, I miss, I miss, I miss them so much. I love, like, the, like, guys in the nail salon. When they do your feet, it's just something different. (laughs) Okay? And there's, like, this little move where they, like, lift my leg up. I laugh because I know exactly what that move is. <laughs> when they get, to, you know, they're about to get that heel. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. It's like, yo, my feet about to be smooth. I just want to put these feet onto my chest. Yeah. We won't get into positions right now. We've already. <laughs> oh, <please. laughs> we are making it nasty all night. In the nail salon. Keep them feet nice or, 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 or at all times so that I can also come on the feet because coming on the feet is mm. also great. It makes for fantastic pictures. I want someone to come and then lick the cum off of my feet. If you're going to okay. come on my toes, you have to eat it off after. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's big facts. We can absolutely do that. <laughs> we can absolutely do that. But a lot of motherfuckers just, they diets ain't right. So, <laughs> your diet ain't right. Sorry for you, but <laughs> I'm good over here. <laughs> I don't know about the rest of y'all. <laughs> I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for asking. Blessed and highly favored. <laughs> what an episode. This is for, we would like to take a moment of silence for people who say that they don't drink water or eat vegetables. Wow. And that's yeah. all you get. Yeah, now get up, now get out. You get <laughs> it's like, why? Why would you? Why? Why would you do that to yourself, man? It's just like. And then to others. You know, and then to others. You're not considering me. You're not considering me. I need consideration. You know See, that's part of Jen. the whole contract. Oh my gosh, man. I feel like Jen is going to have so much fun editing this episode. Um. Yeah, I absolutely am. <laughs> She's going to have to light a candle. Like, it's going to be dark. <laughs> I said, I can't, there can't be no music because I have to be completely focused on the audio, but I'm going to, you know, have my little red wine next to me, you know, sipping slowly. Yes. Maybe an edible, maybe not. Who knows how this is really going to go? It's going to be, it's going to have to be in the moment and yes. processing and feeling all of this energy and yeah. trying not to come in my panties. Yes. Well, I have been marketing self-thrusting dildos. Wait, self-thrusting dildos? I need, I need the link to that. I didn't get it the last time, so I'm gonna need you to don't, don't tell our fans. The fans don't need to know about that. I'm the only <laughs> one who needs to know. <laughs> Jen said, mine, 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 for me. Mwah, mwah. This is my show. So it's for me. Mwah. Yeah. So you can edit and get off at the same time. <laughs> One special. And you know what, guys? On that note, we're going to end this recording for you, the outside people. For Charlotte and I, this could go on for a while. But... 
So, Pages, where can yes. everyone find you? Tell the people where they can find you. Uh, um, you can just find me P A G E S M A T A M. That's Pages by Tom. Uh, I got a website, got a Twitter, Pages of L E. Or if you put my name, that will come up uh, Twitter, Instagram. I'm mostly on Twitter. Me and IG not having the best relationship right now. Uh, so I'm mostly on Twitter, but I can be found, you know, if you want to get at me, find me. As far as, I don't really have anything to plug other than be kind to yourselves, be kind to each other, you know what I'm saying? And divest from whiteness and you should, you should be all right. And you should relatively be all right. Yeah. So Cherie, where can everyone find you? Even though they already know, cause I've told them before <laughs> in our previous episode, but you know what? It's always nice when we have people tell us again. Yeah. So tell me again. Well, we also have a new platform, another page as well. So you can find me personally at Calico Eyes 215 C A L I C O E Y E Z 215 on Instagram. You can come to at Black Poly Pride. Or you can fo- follow us at the Polycultural Diversity Alliance on Instagram. Uh, and make sure you follow Black Poly Pride on Facebook as well. So, yeah, so you can find me. And, of course, I look forward to seeing you all at the Polycultural Diversity Alliance Consent Summit sponsored by the National Coalition of Sexual Freedom on September 19th. <laughs> And we'll yes. make sure to put the links for all that in the show notes, guys. Don't worry. I take notes really well. If you've read my show notes, the detailed ones, not the ones that I put up to make you guys go read the detailed ones, then you know, then you know, I've, I've got all this information set up and sorted out, including like how to log into forums and, you know, art drawings that I found online about, you know, Batman, Superman and Wonder Woman being in a threesome together. So I can... Ideally, you know that what? sounds great. Again, again, you this. you know what else we we didn't say though is that po- the Polycultural Diversity Alliance we've been using a new platform lately for our virtual events. So this event, the summit, will not be on Zoom. It'll be on our new platform that we're utilizing. So when you register, register, it'll be a little bit different this time. Um, and I'm loving the new platform. We've had two events on it so far and it's super dope it mirrors an in-person event so we have like vendors our expo booths um you can network meet with people one-on-one we have a stage area so it's really really dope so if you get a chance to come out to the consent summit you will be able to learn mind you the consent summit will be free by the way i should mention that it's a free event. So if you come learn about our new platform for this event, it's also the platform that PDM is hosting on, that Poly Dallas Millennium will be hosting their event on. So you'll get to play around with it a little bit and get familiar with it before PDM in November. Oh, wow, that sounds like interesting. Outside of the event itself. The platform is dope. The platform is <laughs> dope. to show up. The platform is definitely dope. The platform is awesome. I've been to the two events that (laughs) Sheree was talking about on it. And yeah, it was a great time. You get to, you know what? I'm not even going to give you guys all the tea about it. You're just going to have to go to the Consent Summit on September 19th and you're going to see it. And then you're going to see it again in November for Pi Dallas Millennium, where Pages and I will be 
serenading you. I can't sing, yeah. but I guess we're going to well, be doing that. They don't even oh, know all of the it. details about Friday, but as one of the planning programming managers for PDM, I can tell you it's going to be a sexy ass event, okay? A sexy, Ooh. sexy, sexy ass event that evening. So you want to make sure that you are absolutely there in November. I can't wait for that. I'm excited. I've already been picking out all of the sexy shit I'm going to wear for PDM, so. Y'all heard the way Shuri just said sexy, though? Like, yeah. That is the definition of a tease. There was like, there was a lot of energy in, <laughs> in, in, in that sexy. Each, and each time it was said, the energy just kept climbing. So it's going to be a long, yeah. a long so, edge session. Yeah, until so, they come I, and I, experience the climax. And on that note, thanks again so much, you guys, for listening to us. We're just gonna we're gonna stop the recording now so we can have some fun. Bye, guys. <laughs> bye bye. All right. Well, <laughs> I can't even don't know how to, to, to compete after that. But once again, we'd like to thank Pages and Cherie for a wonderful interview, wonderful chat, just a just a fun time, fun educational sexy also oh sexy time how could you not want oh, to be a part so of the uh, consent summit after that i mean come on you definitely want to be a part of it um, we definitely want to see you guys there because we will be there absolutely because it's 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 good to learn more yeah about consent and the national coalition of sexual freedom sponsoring this event is so 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 wonderful like i said it is the pcda the polycultural diversity alliance consent summit um it's called Consent is Bay, Bay meaning before all else, no matter how you connect. And so on September 19th, so that is this weekend. This weekend, I don't know if you guys know dates and times because I don't, but yeah. I'm going to let you know that's what this Saturday. Is this Saturday. So 19th. this Saturday. 19th, meaning, 19th. Yeah, if you listen to it when the episode drops, then it's a Saturday. Yeah. I keep forgetting people listen to podcasts later. As someone who listens to podcasts later, I feel like I'm a horrible person for forgetting yeah. that. But if I you do. Way after you, well, you missed something great. I mean, we haven't been to it yet, but we just know it's great. So. Yeah, we know it's going to be amazing. And thanks again, of course, to Sheree and Pages for being here and kicking it with us. Um, we might bring Pages back later on to talk about some other stuff. We'll, we'll let you guys know for sure. Um, he and I will also be at the Poly Dallas Millennium event, which is November 6th through 8th. We mentioned that, of course, in the interview also. But just just for all you guys, if you skip through the interview, you're missing some stuff. But just so you know, we're going to mention that again. Links, as usual, are going to be in the show notes for that because tickets are on sale. And if you are a student, there is a special student ticket for you. You have to send proof of your student status, right? Who wants cheap tickets to events? I do. I always do. But I'm not a student, so I can't get that. I can't get that. Unfortunately. But, you know, we know people. I mean, we can. I feel feel like we got to pay, like, full price. But, you know. Yeah. We have links. We have links. We can go to events for free after paying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I call it. Free after paying. That's what it is. Um, the other thing that we want to share with you guys is that we have some friends of the podcast who have a clothing line. It's called You're Too Bright. Oh, you're wondering how that Jamaican thing happened? Yeah, it's a group of great Jamaicans who... Just, just hit them out of, it, out of nowhere. Just, yeah, just hit them with it. You're too bright. <laughs> and uh, 
their clothing line launches, of course, this Saturday, the 19th as well. So you can go check them out. Tell them that we sent you because we have a special discount code for you. You can get 10% off your order with the code monogamish. See, that sounds wonderful, right? Bloop, bloop. I know. We're amazing. We're saving you money. Yeah, we're saving you money. At the same time. Getting you cool clothes. There's crop tops, there's shirts, there's hoodies, there's leggings. We got everything for anyone and what kind of look you're looking for, except for suits. We don't have suits on yeah, YouTube, sorry, right? Because yeah. more, more, that would be awkward. Yeah, but, more casual flair. Yeah, exactly. But you guys follow them on Instagram. They have a Twitter account. Again, we'll post all these links in our show notes because we're such good people. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> we're so amazing. And we love the clothing. I mean, Sham and I have we, we, we kind of had a sneak peek. We kind of had a sneak peek. And we also have YouTube Right clothes. So yeah, really you, you trust us. Trust us when we tell you it's amazing. You're definitely going to want to check them out. Again, the code is monogamish and you get 10% off your order. And we'll put we'll hook you up. We'll hook you up yeah, just, just in our show notes you know so do. you can see it. You know what to do, y'all. Um, let's see. What else do we want to tell people today, Sham? What do they want? What do we want them to know? Um... I don't, oh, I guess our, our, our usual stuff. <laughs> that you can follow us at Pod on Twitter, Pod on Instagram, where you may see us in YouTube right where eventually. Who knows? Uh, com for the show notes, detailed show notes, and just other stuff about us. Uh, Patreon slash MonogamishPod. Is it MonogamishPod on Patreon? Yeah, it's patreon.com slash monogamishpod. See, guys, our memory are so bad. It's what happens when you're elderly. Your memory goes. Your memory goes first. Um, We're also on SoundCloud. So we put our most recent episodes up on SoundCloud, as you guys know. So you'll find the most three recent episodes on SoundCloud at all times. So check us out, soundcloud.com slash monogamishpod. What else? Where else do you find us? Um, I think that's Places. Places and things and doing stuff. Um. Oh, you can support us on Anchor. Support us on Anchor. Oh, yeah. Anchor, um, Anchor. Yeah. So if you don't want to sign to be a patron, which I don't know why you wouldn't, because we also have How could you not? special clips, behind the scenes stuff. You get to see all the weird texts Sham and I sent to each other, as well as hear bloopers that you... Some bloopers we include in episodes because we want you guys to know that we're not this cool all the time. Yeah. But some bloopers are definitely too awkward to leave in the episodes. So we post those as well as a behind the scenes clip on our Patreon. If you are a patron... At a certain tier for a period of time, you also get a monogamish T-shirt. Nope. Ah, you didn't that. know we had shirts, did you? Nah, there's a lot of clothing happening right now. You get to take it off for me specifically later. But mm-hmm. <laughs> if you are a patron at a certain Another tier for a period of time, you get you get you get a T-shirt. We'll send you a T-shirt. You know what? I personally will send the T-shirt to you with a handwritten note and. A lipstick kiss. Why not? Let's let's oh, wow, get you a lipstick that. kiss. <laughs> just ramping up. Just like look at that. You're just adding adding more and more that you want. Don't you want this? How could you not want this? So that that's that for sure. Um, we're also working on a merch shop, so you guys can buy monogamish merch, which will include stickers, masks, because you know the pandemic is never fucking over. So we're gonna be wearing masks forever. Um, we'll have pillows. Um, we have shirts, of course, hoodies. Tank tops, if you don't like, you know, you don't like regular shirts, we can do that too. Yeah, hate uh, but yeah. So the merch shop is uh, opening up soon. Technically, it's already there. If you are smart enough to know where to look for it, then you will see it and you'll be able to get some stuff there. 
but I'm not gonna give it away just yet because it's it's not fully ready to me. Jen's like Jen is ready. I'm like it's not fully ready yet. I don't. It's not ready yet. So you know Jen's a perfectionist. She needs everything like just right. Yes, I need things just right. So if you guys know where to look, where we post our links, usually, if you look there, you may be able to see it. And you know what? I'll take some feedback. If you look for it and you see it and you want to give me some feedback, you can send us a DM. Send us a DM and I will read it and I will cry if you don't like it. But I'll fix it. So there's that. Oh, boy. All right. So I guess before we wrap it up, we want to thank thank our friends again over at All Playground. Another place you can find us. Yes, all playground. We have our community there, and it is it is spicy. It's amazing. So join us at allplayground.net. And once again, I'm Jen. And I'm Sham. And, and we're monogamous. We're monogamous. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> 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 Does that take